Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I am one of your hosts, Peter Madrigal. What's up, guys? And I am Rob Federick, and I am ecstatic to be here today. I'm Rob Schulte, and I'm only mildly entertained right now. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. I love recording these episodes, guys. This one, oh, God, I got a lot to say. Eh, probably not as much as Peter. Um, probably not as much as me. <laughs> judging by the texts. Um, should we should we should we introduce what what this movie is? Hey, it's in the title of the app. We definitely should. Let's right do off it. the bat. Okay, so yeah. I threw out a vote to everybody on my Instagram as to what movie we should record uh, next here at Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob, and it was between uh, one of my more favorite pirates. Ironically, you know, I like Pirates One and Pirates Four, uh, 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 but. I decided to throw out Pirates 4 and Pirates 5 because they're the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. And everyone overwhelmingly chose Dead Men Tell No Tales. Which I have to say, guys, holds a 29% uh, on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, wow. For a Rob review in terms of like, is it a punch yourself <laughs> in the face movie? <sighs> I mean, you know, I got I, I I was trying to come up with a creative uh, rating for this one, but I just decided no. I, I I there's there's nothing I can say about it. Like it's just <laughs> it's just it's just a, it's just another pirates movie. Let's just put it that yeah. way. I hey. love the first one. This is just another pirates movie. Okay. Now, guys, I hate to uh, derail us right at the beginning, but I'm going to because I had a. I was looking through some old documents and some things in my apartment as I was cleaning. And I hope you guys can spare a couple of minutes so I can tell you guys a story because it it it's a story about passion and passion for movies. Okay. Amazing. Um, I love, looking I love forward passionate to it. movies. Yes. And I'm conflicted because I want to say this right off the top. I am not trying to make fun of the person I'm talking about in this story. Uh <laughs> But there's definitely some uh, lessons learned, okay? Um, when I was in college, uh-huh. uh, okay. we've talked about what I uh, majored, what, blah, 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 blah. There was a guy who was shooting a short film in the film school, and oh God, it's me. Um, he asked it's me you. if we could use a, a bar that I worked at as like one of the things. I was like, sure, you have to show up at 6 a.m., you know, right. we can film in there for six hours if you show up at 6 a.m., we did it. I got there. And then he was like, oh, my actor didn't show up. Rob, can you be the bartender? And I was like, <laughs> wow. sure. Okay. So the like. debut. I Well, and I'm thinking like, I'm thinking that like this guy, he's like, hey, he's, this is the first person I have met who is shooting their own short film. You know, like he must yeah. have all of his shit together. And they were shooting I on have, film in those days too. Like actual film. So I thought. Um, <laughs> because. Remember, this is the University of Kansas, uh, maybe not the most prestigious film school in America. Um, uh. So he shows up with a couple of lights, a digital camera. Ooh. I'm like, okay, have your fun, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to like make this a bigger deal than it is. I've already agreed to do it. Yeah. He does it. Fast forward, he releases the film. Uh, I asked him about it, and he was like, well, you know, man, it's really... Uh, a film about me. It's three main characters that are guys all through and their relationships and how they uh, interwine with each other or intertwine with each other. And, uh, but reality it's me. 
me with my first girlfriend, me with my uh, whatever. And then the third one was when I was really grumpy. And I was just like, this <laughs> sucks. <laughs> like, because it was such a vanity piece and such a vanity piece to make himself look cool. You know well, what I mean? Like, hey, to, not to interrupt your story, but Tarantino sure. always says, keep it personal. You know what I mean? I understand that. This was not done well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tarantino is Tarantino. Okay. So. Absolutely. Continue. Also, this guy was like, you could just kind of like see through the layers of like, man, maybe I can see why all these relationships failed because like. Uh, there's like an maybe, air of. Maybe it's you, an air of judgment. Um, <laughs> and that's not what the story was. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what the movie was trying to portray. I'm loving and- Peter's faces throughout this story. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to tell this story because I hadn't thought about it in so long. Like, what better place than Magical with the Movies? Anyway, when I started getting into the podcasting world, that guy reached out to me on one of the many social networks out there. I hadn't even thought about this person. Right, right, right. How many years has it been? Oh, this uh, that film was shot in probably 2012, maybe. 2012. Um, Oh, okay. No, no, no. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe. You know what I mean? It was probably closer to 2009, if I'm honest. Um, okay. Okay. But he he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm doing this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, great. You know, it didn't have much to say. I didn't know him that well at the time to begin with. Right. And then, right. but little like things before that leading up, like one year went by and he moved away. He tried to do something with his films. The biggest thing is, is that like he never did anything to better his craft. You know what I mean? He always wanted to be like, well, now I'm going to produce it. Now I'm going to send this here. But he never practiced on another project. You know what I mean? I never heard about any other projects. It was just like, I completed this um, as good as it is. This is what I did. And now I need to send it off absolutely everywhere. I don't need to do any other short film. I don't need to do anything else. He's not looking to the next the next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just quite frankly, it was like, I'm done being a filmmaker because I have made a film, you know? And, uh, and, but I want to push that because this film is what's going to make me famous, but it definitely wasn't. And right, right. Here's the unfortunate part that like, I, I, I like that. I didn't want to come off as making fun of, but one of those things where it's like, if you don't practice your craft, right. Um, I noticed that when he reached out to me, he was no longer like in his like profile and stuff. It didn't say anything about being a filmmaker or whatever, but that he managed a movie theater. Okay. And, I love the passion. Like I love movies so much that at least I'm fucking working at a movie theater. Right, you know what I mean? Right, like I right, get that right. and I respect that. But it just was like, ah, man, we all kind of suck at our first thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like our high yeah. school film or our freshman year college yeah. film or whatever, you know, and you can love it and you can really put all your effort into it. But like, you got to be honest with yourself, right? Yeah. If, yeah. if it's not... Um, at, you know what I mean? Like, it's not <sighs> Superman too. So yeah, exactly, we can't all be Superman. <laughs> you know, it's, oh God, God! If oh, uh, Richard Donner was alive, we would yeah. so be sued. Oh my God! <laughs> no, no, but guys, if right. I can find a copy of that somewhere, I will yeah, not see, I want, like, be posting it this, online. But the, I will send it to you. Throughout this guys. whole story right. that you were telling, I'm just like listening with with bated uh, breath. And uh-huh. I'm wondering, when can I see this movie? Are we going to review it on Madrigal at the I, Movies? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, I might need to make that happen now. Um, we do, we definitely do. We Because de- it's a film. So yeah. but, 
definitely want to review And it that. is on IMDb. Oh and my I, god. Sending go. you guys the link right now via text. And, oh, uh, oh out. thank let's Jesus. So, uh, but let's Rob, not you know, say the title yet just so we could like well, yeah, so juice this keep up. Some for anonymity for, yeah. Okay. Wait. Is that you in there? No, I am not actually in any of these photos. Oh, okay. What? There's the? a trailer. Oh, there is a trailer. There is a trailer. Oh. Um, um, I, so, I'll let you guys visit that and we can talk right. about it at another point. But I did want to talk about passion because like, people are passionate about these Pirates movies. I'll tell well, you that. The, 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 it's a good thing that you brought up passion. But before we get into passion okay, about okay. Pirates movies or <laughs> lack thereof in this case, yeah. um... You want to read the back of the box over there? Oh, yeah. Of course. Did you get the VHS of this one? Yeah. Dead Man Tell No Tales? Dusting it off, blowing the dust off of this. It's actually pretty waterlogged. I can't believe it even played. (laughs) Um, But here we go. Up from the basement with the VHS tape, thrust into an all new adventure. A down-on-his-luck Captain Jack Sparrow feels the winds of ill fortune blowing even more strongly when deadly ghosts, sailors led by his old nemesis, the evil Captain Salazar, escape from the Devil's Triangle. (gasps) Jack's only hope of survival lies in seeking out the legendary trident of Poseidon. But to find it, he must forge an uneasy alliance with a brilliant and beautiful astronomer and a headstrong young man in the British Navy. Wow. Wow. That <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. Yeah. Especially yep. for what might be the last Johnny Depp outing as Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to a like kind of unfortunate uh, circumstances, circumstances. But but either way, I mean it's like here's the thing. And and we go back to passion, all right? Mm-hmm. Um I saw this movie in theaters for the first time. I was like, okay, you know, because I really, I liked the fourth one. I liked the fourth installment uh, on Stranger Tides. I I liked that movie, even though a lot of people didn't like it. Johnny Depp. I didn't even know it existed. There you go. (laughs) Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow always, like, I enjoyed watching that character, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really did. Including this movie. The problem I have with this movie, especially when I first sat down and watched it in the theaters, right when it came out, was this is boring. And we've seen it before. And it lacked passion. And it it almost made me put me to sleep in Uh, the middle of it. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. So I... uh I love the first movie. I mean, like, like Rob like, called like, Johnny like, Depp like, and he was like, hey, I don't like this movie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry so, to interrupt. <laughs> the thing about it, too, is that, like, you know, there are franchises that you can make multiple movies out of, you know, especially something like Harry Potter. This is the fourth, books. 14th highest grossing franchise. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's huge. But like it, it's due really to the success of the first film, because yes. the first film mm-hmm. was so mm-hmm. unexpected. I remember going in there going like, oh, it's going to be a cool little Pirates movie. And what we got was something completely different. I remember that I in the theater, I was saying somebody has to nominate Johnny Depp for an Oscar for this movie because his character is phenomenal, which they did. They did nominate him. And boom, the rest is history. Right. But we fast forward to the fifth Pirates. I don't even remember the fourth one, guys. Like I remember one scene in the fourth one. And everything else kind of melts together. I remember thinking the third one was an utter disappointment. The second was. one was was kind of interesting, yeah. but I just felt like, meh. Yeah. But I, f- 
I was in Colombia and I was like, oh, it's on Netflix in Colombia of all places. So hell yeah, I'm going to watch it. And I watched it and I fell asleep halfway through the movie. Like knocked out on the couch. Yeah, wow. the fifth one. And I love Javier Bardem. I think his villain is so creepy and it works. But the thing is, like what you said, it's like it really doesn't work though. It, and no, I'll get into the no, no, why. I mean, in terms of the visual aspect okay. and his performance, that works. But what doesn't work is that we've seen this villain before with Captain, Captain Barbosa, Barbosa as a zombie. Yes. Like, like, like we we've no, seen as a dead this. man. See, yeah. th- th- that's the problem I have with this movie is like it retreads what the first one did. You see what I mean? So yeah. the first one had the dead pirates. The second one had the fish people pirates. The, th- the fourth one had the zombie pirates with a, with, with Blackbeard. Blackbeard as this sorcerer. And then you Wait, had this can we one. go over? Sorry, Peter, I got mixed up. Can you start again? The the first one had like can you go through them again for so me? So the yeah. first one, okay. So uh, um, pirates sorry, of the just, Caribbean, just the cards on the table, the guys. Pearl. I have only seen the first two of these before seeing five, so I just okay. jumped. I'm up to a, five. As you can uh, probably tell, I'm a big fan. I'm no, a big I, fan of I the pirate movies. Yeah. I dress like a pirate every year at Gasparilla yeah, when yeah, it's going on. Yeah, he does. I was yeah. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because that's kind of like a second home to me because Hell that's yeah. where Gasparilla takes place. Uh, so I was all like, yeah. pirate up, baby. Um, Hell I, yes. So, um, so the first one, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, yeah. was about dead dead, uh, dead, uh, dead and, pirates. And the curse of the Aztec gold. The curse of the Aztec story, gold. Which was great. Yes. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was really well formatted, really well Worked written. Well. Yeah. It, well, the, se- the second and third one um, uh, are like, like the dead man's chest and at world's end. Which suffer from the Matrix sequels. Matrix thing, where Simpson, it was like a, yes. a, a movie that was made and cut in half yes. and like said, oh, this is a trilogy. No, it's just two extra oh, sequels. That but they're immortal, I didn't realize that. They're immortal fish people. Like they take on the, pro- the, the pirates take on the properties of a fish. The Davy Jones. Right. Is because a, they live leader. underwater. Yes, yeah. They're exactly. part of the Flying Dutchman. Yes. Cool. I can handle that, all right? And Bill Nye, who who can't... Bill Nye, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the way he enunciates every everything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so then, okay, so then you have the fourth one, yeah. right? And it's about Blackbeard, and he's like a pirate sorcerer, right? That's what I got from it. You know, yeah, I thought he was yeah, a pirate sorcerer. Yeah. And he had... And you've got Shane, uh, what's his name? Ian McShane. Ian McShane. As Blackbeard, who is great. Yeah. And I, 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 unlike you, I remember that movie. I, I, I remember it. It elements of it. I just don't remember the whole story. I don't remember what it was about. But they had zombie mm. pirates because he was a sor- like a sorcerer. So he had control over all of them. Now we get to the fifth one. O- over his crew. There were zombies. Yeah. Then he yeah. was in control. Now we sure. get to the fifth one. And it's the ghosts. first one again. It's ghost dead people instead of zombie dead people. It's zombie ghosts. Yeah. And- I figured like to me, it was like, what's the difference? You know, because the, the, you know, having seen the first one, mm-hmm. I felt a lot of the same things you said, Peter, uh, but it feels like, and Rob, I'd really like your thoughts on this too, as yeah. a creator as well. Like the, it feels like a lot of times when a company wants to do a reboot of the, of the series, but not a reboot, like you know, like keep reboot. the same people, yeah. you mm-hmm. retread some of the same well, things that happen. Right, did it I'm not now, saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying no. it feels like they wanted to do like, how do we like with Star Wars? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, Chris. Sev- episode Chris. seven. Look at episode yeah. seven. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm just hope. saying yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of that? So, so the other thing I'll say too is in that in this movie, you know, you also have like the reboot of the characters of Elizabeth Swan now being this astronomer girl. You know what I mean? And you have 
the new Orlando Bloom character who happens just to be his son. And you can't, by the way, I, I, all, all cards on the table. I actually can't stand that actor that plays. Neither can I. Like, I, 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 I saw him first in uh, as Prince Philip in Maleficent. And I thought it was just the worst casting they could have ever done. And I just couldn't get behind him on this. Was one, it man, just because right? he looks like Orlando Bloom? It's, it's not even that he looks like Orlando Bloom. I guess they tanned him. I mean, like that they hair. cast him. Like, yeah, uh, I, I think it's maybe the reason, or like it's like they it's one of those actors that like he's in right now, but like no one's ever heard of him before. Well, he's not in like, because he's out. You know, what out, I mean? yeah, exactly. Like, no Here's, one knows who he is. The thing is, is that that this movie, in my opinion, like the first one, it had like a will they, won't they? They're uh, Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. They're from two separate, you know, um, categories. Yeah, they were you know, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, exactly. It's like will they, won't they? Will they, won't they? You know what I mean? And he's and, got pirate in his blood from yeah, his dad. Exactly. And, and she's a royal, you know, yeah. whatever. The reason I like okay, that that's a good I like that. Yeah. The reason I like the fourth one is because the the second and third one just kind of dragged it on way too long in that relationship. Mm. And then the fourth one did not really have a forced relationship. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all about Johnny Depp and you just like the way I describe Jack Sparrow is yeah. like a dessert. You have it, you have it at the end, but sometimes you can eat dessert for dinner. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I like the fourth one because they didn't have this hammy forced love story. And, you know, you just had Johnny Depp well, doing Jack Sparrowy things, which was, was awesome. While I was watching this movie, and I don't know if you guys think, Peter, you might have thought this because you're talking about the love story. The thing that I thought it was, was so like, forced. Hey, Where's Johnny Depp's love interest in all of these movies? Oh, you know no, no, no. Like, that's kind of the point. Like, that is the, his love I, is the sea. I, I get it. I get it. But like, isn't there one woman in there that could have had, like, I'm like, I would have rather, if you're going to go with a love story, go with that instead of giving me the Elizabeth Turner uh, uh, and, uh, sorry, Elizabeth Swan and, and uh, Will Turner storyline all over again. Now, the only thing that I thought was kind of interesting about their dynamic is that the girl is an astronomer, so they're making Ugh. her like a free thinker type of thing. And they're like, it's the whole witchcraft thing. I thought that was an interesting angle. But ultimately, guys, the thing about this pirate movie, and at least what's happening to me in that, is that they all start to meld together and not in a good way for me. Like, not like, hey, I don't remember what happens in this season of whatever. You know what I mean? Like, is it this season or that season? It's just felt like, you know what? Like, it's, I've seen all of this again. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it is a, a, a thing. And I want to get into one more point afterwards about Disney and supernatural elements mm. in movies. Should we do that after we take a break, Rob? Let, let's do that after we take a break. Awesome. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. It's magical at the movies. I know you missed us, but here we are. <laughs> Rob, you wanted to talk about uh, witchcraft, I believe. So yeah, let's. <laughs> you know what? Let's name it witchcraft. So um, during the time of the recording of this podcast, uh, the trailer for Cruella dropped 
I don't know if you guys mm. saw that for Disney with Emma Stone starring as Cruella, fulfilling the long-term rumors that she was going to play Cruella. <sighs> and I was As you can tell everyone, Peter likes this idea. Yeah, no, Peter uh, is super into it. So here's my deal is that a like we we need to stop rebooting certain franchises let them live on into what their legacy was as opposed to what you're going to try to create and milk out of them right but here's the other thing about that is I'm they already did a live action by the way they did with glenn close mm-hmm. starting but this is in the past uh, yeah. which by the way college live college remakes. dalmatians with 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 glenn close were actually really good but uh, like the first one was but oh yeah oh yeah Cruella. guys you know, you want to reboot that? Fine. You want to make it? Fine. There's a great book series of this author that writes these darker tales of the of the like Disney wicked villains. and all that. Well, she wrote one about the the queen uh, from Snow White. Then she wrote one with Maleficent, and she she's written like Ursula and all these villains. And it, it's like this darker backdrop of like what you didn't see, a la Wicked, but yeah. way darker around these Disney. And and the last book that dropped was the Cruella Deville one, which a lot of people were anticipating. This this author is actually pretty good. So I don't know if they based it off of that, but the thing is, I'm watching this trailer, right? Uh, I know this is a tangent off of Pirates, but mm-hmm. there oh, is okay. a section in there that hints there is some sort of supernatural power that Cruella taps into because she goes to this ball dressed in a dress and then she just snaps her fingers and like lights on fire revealing her real Cruella appearance. And I'm just like, all right, can we stop? The, I'm a big sci-fi fantasy fan, but like not every story has to have sci-fi fantasy elements in it. And it seems like that is the gimmick for every movie that gets put out there, especially by Disney, right? So when I first saw the first Pirates, I was not expecting zombies, zombie pirates. Yeah. But yeah. it worked. It worked for that. I just feel like they've taken it to an astronomical level at this point where like it's like, guys – it's starting to get old. That's well, I think there's it. like, I understand where you're coming from. And to just address this at the head, Rob. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think that there are <laughs> they're taking some big swings that are not necessarily going to probably all be successful. Not everything's going to be a home run. Um, oh, yeah. I, I am of the side where I'm like, hey, people can make whatever the hell they want to make. The sure. dude I was in college with made that film. Right? <laughs> um, you were a part of that film. You should be yeah, proud of it. Uh, they can make whatever they, whatever the hell they want to make. The problem is, is when the same three mega companies who can buy and sell our asses left and right yeah. decide to go with what maybe three execs are like, this is the direction we're really going to take things for the next five years and see what works out. What happens when you hire people that are not filmmakers as executives? Exactly. And I mean, the same shit shit works in the podcasting world, right? Like Mm -hmm. I got shifted over in my day job to a, like a, Hey, you guys are making really great originals. Well, we need people to make music podcasts. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't even listen to music. I'm a robot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like, but it is one of those things where it's like someone has a good idea, and then a whole bunch of creatives yeah. have to then try and make that idea as best as possible, but also uh, make sure the boss is like, oh yeah, I like it too. You know, like that's the problem. Is well, that like we have these really talented people making things that are mm-hmm. close to being fun, like today's movie. I enjoyed it. 
did it take me like three different viewings to watch the entire thing Before, because of a lot of the it, stuff yes. you guys said? Yes. Yeah. You know? And, and but it's not some of those not, action sequences were really fun. The visuals are impressive. <laughs> and let's not well, forget. Of course, it's a billion dollar company. Of course, exactly. Are be yeah, exactly. no, no, no. And, and it's pirates. It's a big franchise. And look, at the end of the day, like you said, Peter, who doesn't like to see Captain Jack Sparrow on screen? We all do. Captain Jack is one of the best characters in film ever created. I think he's just so fun and unique. But let's put him in different circumstances. Let's let's change it up. And let's that's, do something that's exactly what that's what I was going to get to with my update. Like what what the way I because I've seen all these movies countless number of times. And this one to me is the most boring because of the dead people aspect, the dead pirate aspect. If I was producing this film, I would have put like like Jack Sparrow in a situation that he's never been in. You know what I mean? Like you find something creative to do with him. No more dead people. Maybe he's sc- stuck on like a, a an imperial uh, British naval ship and he's trying to escape from it or something. Give me something other Indentured than like servitude or something. Yeah, something like that. And always, you know? guys, I'm of a firm believer. You know, people think that you have to top yourself with sequels, right? Like you have to. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that is true. But but look, there's at- different ways to do it. Yes, and I, I'll give you a great example of a freaking knockout of a sequel that actually didn't deviate much from the beginnings of what it did, but did something different. Terminator 2. Yeah. Hell yes. A movie that yes. was not, I mean, if you look at the first one compared to the second one, like the action- Two different things. It, it's two different things, but the action isn't like, oh my God, they went so far more over yeah. the top with the action. No, they changed the villain, but it's still the same The same. Uh, archetype of uh-huh. a murderous robot chasing after these people. The chosen one. The chosen one who is now the son, but you involve it into a family drama and with the added twist that now you have one Terminator on your side. Like what if the Terminator could be a good guy? That's how you flip it differently, right? Mm-hmm. But you execute that in the environment that you know you first had success out and and it and it and it changed things where I think arguably everybody thinks the Terminator is a great movie, but everybody agrees that Terminator 2 is the better. The best one, yeah. Yes. yeah. So uh, I think that bigger and more action and more visual effects and more supernatural stuff isn't always necessarily the way to go on a sequel to make it an interesting story. Well, here's the thing. And or the throw fifth this, one. I'm going to throw this correct. one to you guys, all right? and Because I, I want to hear your answers as far as this is concerned. But um, for me... The way I would have fixed this is, first of all, I, if I was producing this movie, I would have dove into a lot of pirate lore because there's got to be more than just the founder of the use with we done and then the Aztec gold with was done and Davy Jones's locker, Blackbeard. There's a lot of lore out there. All done. OK, fresh start. Me, I would have kept it simple, stupid. I would have made it less battle scenes, less CGI and try to make it like an introspective story about Jack Sparrow and what he's looking, you know, uh, uh, an introspection type of story. Like, what what does Jack go through? What does he think? You know what I mean? That type of story. What, what do you guys? Was think? that Robert How- Redford movie where he was like stuck on a raft the entire time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. on a sailboat, on a sailboat, or a sailboat. Yeah, like what if we got like a Jack Sparrow movie where? So this leads into something I was going to say, Peter, but but like I want to bounce off of what you're saying. Where yeah. like I think this movie should have been. Essentially, in my layman terms, split in half, Mm -hmm. where half of the story being told is the story of Captain Jack Sparrow's coming to who he is now, which 
that was fun. Was yeah, it wasn't. It could have been done a heck of a lot better. And I, I would like know to know Jude your guys' thoughts on the sure. backstory. Yeah, Peter, your brother Jude, he did great in this film. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> but like. The other side of the story, which was actually all of this movie's story with Salazar and everything. Yeah. No, I keep that in the past. Maybe do something else. But like what you're saying, Peter, like give us a unique Captain Jack Sparrow story. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then if you feel like it's drifting too far off, go to the flashback where you can see the pirate ships and you can see him as a young swashbuckler, you know? But you know what, though? At the same time, it's like, guys. What to me this movie is, is they grabbed Pirates 1 Mm -hmm. and Pirates 2 and combined it, right? Mm -hmm. Because Salazar is Captain Barbosa and he's Davy Jones because Davy Jones is, I need to find Jack Sparrow because of the curse (laughs) of the Flying Dutchman. See, and and that's what I was going to get to. Every movie, all all five of these movies... They all want to get Jack. Why? Yeah, I mean, it's See, like the the first one. Oh, Jack, <laughs> we need his blood, or was it his blood? The second, or they need uh, they need Will Turner's blood. The the that's yeah. the first one, and then Jack throws himself into there, and then the second one he owes a debt, yes. right? And the third yes. one he owes a debt, and then the fourth one he owes a debt, he owes a debt, and then the fifth one he he is just simple revenge, revenge mm-hmm. because he owes. Yeah. So, but simple here's revenge. the deal, right, guys? So like. The first one worked so well because it's he not, was not Jack's story. Exactly. The the main character mm-hmm. was Will Turner and Johnny Depp's character was the supporting character. And that's why it worked so well. But the thing is, because he was so interesting, the franchise was like, well, we should make this more about Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow he in became a Steve Urkel. He became a Steve Urkel. Absolutely. But again, yeah, the thing is, we've seen this. Like, I was like, what if it was like an unrelated villain that had nothing to do with what Jack's motivation yes. is? Yes. What if we had something where Jack is just thrown into the mix of mm-hmm. this and he's a fish out of water? Like, that would have been more interesting as opposed to like, oh, Jack was the one that killed me, and now Jack did. Jack and Jack, did that it. Jack like, did it. it's like, dude, we get it, but it's it's. It, too I mean, much like, Jack is this guy immortal? How many people is he? Like, he's going to be the god of the over. ocean in the next movie. I yeah. guarantee you, they're going to be like, oh, he's the god of the ocean. Like, he's beside and reincarnate. Watch, watch. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past it. Some Disney exec is listening to this podcast right now going, fuck. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyway. Uh you no, like Poseidon. You, How about Neptune? Okay, uh, there you go. There now you here's go. what I wanna here's what I wanna know from you guys then, because I am exactly on the same page. And you don't need to make this a big I mean, whatever. Answer however you guys want. Sure. I don't care. I got hours. Um you're pitching the next or this movie, right? You're pitching mm-hmm. this. You're trying to sell your idea of a pirates movie. You have to make number five or whatever you're you're you want to say here. Um, but they put on the table like you get a blank check to make this movie. There are you don't get to use the ocean or boats. Great, great, perfect. You know what awesome. I mean? Like that's I know what that I'm would doing. be awesome. But Same. I mean. What does that mean? What Here's does that what mean you to do. Jack Sparrow? Do you guys Here's have anything do. that like jumps off? Here's what you do. Captain Jack has gone off on his adventures after the last movies. Mm-hmm. There's a terrible storm. He gets marooned on the infamous Treasure Island. Oh. And it's haunted by Captain Salazar and the spirits of this island where he has to solve the clues a la National Treasure, let's mm-hmm. say, to find the treasure. Uh, because once he does... It'll put the ghosts 
to rest. Or but something. here's the thing: the, the the my one caveat to that, and it's yes. like I didn't want the ghosts to be. I want them to be haunting it, but I don't want them to be able to kill anybody like the first one or this one. No, you make it a horror, creepy, yeah, you make kind it of a horror, experience. But on at the same time, that I praise think upon the crew. There's one ship that I would want to put in there though the 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 uh, Long John Silver's ship. Okay. They, they, mm. they, they, the, so we merge those two stories together. There'd be one ship that shows up. Okay. Yeah, it would be Long John Silver, and that that would use and that. And then it's like a race to the island. treasure type of thing yes. on this awesome island that's a mm-hmm. sandbox to play in, and then you get rid of all the, the infamous Treasure Island. There you go, man. Yep. You don't need Done. you don't need supernatural. You just have these ghosts that happen to be the protectors of the treasure that haunt and maybe prey on the crew so that they turn against each other mm-hmm. and stuff like Shit, that. You can you, even turn it into a whole Scooby Doo scenario there, where it's not actually ghosts. Yeah, it's someone there you like, go. The yeah. protectors of this treasure because it's this massive fortune or whatever, and then fucking Jack finds it and he becomes the richest man on the world, and then he retires, and then we end the Pirates franchise for good. Boom, done. I love <laughs> it. There That's my pitch, everyone. guys. There well, it is. And. Thanks for tuning in to Magical at the Movies, and uh, see you later. Bam! <laughs> How about you, Peter? How about you? Uh, no, I'm 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 with you right there. I would you not produce want, that movie. For I you? would produce that, but I would not want any like I don't. I'm sick of the supernatural stuff. That's why I'd yep. be like, he has to find the clues. He has to get the the the, the treasure. But then Long John Silver's people, his pirates, his pirate ship shows up. Yeah, but they're all human. Well, and then but that's he's what on, saying, like he's on a ch- like he's he's having to like hide from these guys, and they're all like you know they're they're locked and loaded and ready yeah. to rock. I would axe the ghost too. It's just like I feel like there's no escaping it because some Disney exact's gonna be like, yeah. nah, well, nah, we nah, need nah, the nah, supernatural nah. guys. We gotta keep the supernatural. That's the only reason why I put okay, that in we'll there. Put, but, we'll, but if we'll we could sure. axe it, it would be a much more interesting story. Make them like the ghosts from Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. There, there you go. But you know what? I'm I'm more for the the axing of them. I rather mm-hmm. be two rival factions where it's like. The funny bit of it would be we're ex- Jack's always expecting. Well, are you supernatural? What, are you an undead captain or something like that? And he'd be like, "No, I'm just regular human." And then they just start fighting or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And it would be a much cooler dynamic to the story because yeah. it's like we're expecting this, yes. but we're never getting. You're, you're it. like you're almost like, oh, it's going to be a ghost. No, he's just another human. Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. And Jack's reaction could be like, huh? Yeah, no, he's like, he's like, he could be like, you're undead. Uh, what, what are you undead? <laughs> No, you and zombie. 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 No. Uh, fish man? Fish well, people. Fish people. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe they had a little life of those legs. <laughs> you're not, you're not um, a eunuch, are you? <laughs> you're not a eunuch. Are and then he's like, uh, oh. <laughs> and he's like, I had yeah. sex with your mother last night. Ah! And he just fights. Yeah. Well, wait. The Guys, I'm remembering something, and I'm probably remembering it incorrectly. But from one of the movies I didn't see, <laughs> did Jack's. Did I hear somewhere that Jack Sparrow died somewhere in this yes. series? He yes. got brought back to life? Did that happen? He, he dies in the second movie. Okay, so I did see well, that then well, at some he, point. He becomes zombie pirate to be able to fight Barbosa in the first movie. Yes. He actually, at the end of the second movie, he walks into the Kraken's mouth and gets eaten and killed. Yes. And in the That's... third one, at World's End, they have to go rescue him from the underworld, essentially. And that's why I was confused because I never saw three or four. And well, so I was like, ah, oh, he died. Okay. The second one's okay. You didn't miss much with the third one, man. No. Well, now I'm going to have to go back and watch absolutely everything. Um, <laughs> so I'll do that. We'll take a break. And when we come back, I'll have my final thoughts. How about that, guys? <laughs> All right, it's been three days. I'm back. I've watched all of the Pirates movies. Just kidding. I haven't done that yet. Um, 
I did want to get into our like big takeaways, final thoughts, but I don't want to steamroll you guys. So if there's anything we haven't touched on yet well, that you guys want to talk about. Well, can I ask when you guys saw the first Pirates, when you originally saw it? Oh, yeah. Um, I saw it in theaters. So nice. was it 2003, something like that? 2002, um, yeah. 2002. Um, and, ooh, but I saw it in 2003. I'm actually remembering this now. So well, I think see, I, because there was, was only like, Two people in the two, theaters. No, it was 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the second one came out in 06, and the third one came out in 07, I think. Wow. Yeah, I was in college well, uh, when those came out, yeah. There was no one but me and my pal in the theater at the time because wow. everyone had seen Pirates. And this person, she was like, oh, you got to go see it. Oh, granted, this person was a little bit younger than me. Um, and they were so super excited about it, but a friend of mine. And so I'm like, fuck, anyone's this excited about it, I got to go to it. And I fucking loved it i loved it it was so much yeah. fun it was so much different than what i expected you know especially as a like 17 year old or whatever i was at the time you know like mm-hmm. oh, disney pirates whatever i'm not a kid and then go there you're like holy shit no i am uh i love this yeah <laughs> how nice. about you guys um i saw it in theaters too i i was absolutely floored because i was always like into because I, I you know i come from you know i love sci-fi i love fantasy i love uh, medieval stuff i love you know mm-hmm. I'm probably the You're only a fan person. of the swashbuckler. Yeah, I, I like the pirate as well. I, I would. I think I'm the only one in the world that liked the King Arthur movie starring uh, with Charlie Charlie Hunnam. Was it? Yeah, I, I thought there were some good elements. I like that, that movie, but I uh, I kind of enjoyed the Antoine Fuqua movie a little more. Oh, uh, with Clive Owen. Yeah, I kind oh, of enjoyed God. the elements oh, of that one. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> Listen to our side podcast. Clive Owen talk with Peter Madrigal <laughs> with coming out next yeah. month. Uh, <laughs> when I see a King Arthur movie, I want to see the the, the, the medieval, the medieval traditional, yeah, yeah. traditional yeah. one. Yeah. I don't want to see agree. something about a Roman general. If I want to watch a Roman general, you know what movie I'm going to be going to, guys. So, uh, big Excalibur fan? Perhaps? Oh, I love Excalibur. So what about on first night? The Nigel Terry. movie on the planet, by the way. Do you like first night? First night's so good. It's great. I it's like first so night. Okay. Yeah. Richard okay. Gere. <laughs> we were just talking just about so that movie the, the other day. Because uh, my girlfriend and I were watching Pretty Woman. And uh, I was like, oh, man, you know what? Like, we should watch. Ah, first Jason night. Alexander. That, yeah, we were just talking about him. <laughs> oh, man. Um, guys, no, I saw Pirates <laughs> uh, also in theaters. Uh, and I told you guys I was floored. Uh, I saw it in Miami. Yeah. So it was cool because then I went to the beach the next day and I felt like I was in Pirate World, you know? Yeah. Oh, hell uh, yeah. But. But I think that's the thing. It's like I I do have a love for this, these movies in terms of like the character and the and the nostalgia factor. But I I just think that I I get a little action fatigue with these movies and a little yes. bit of uh, yeah. you know visuals mm-hmm. fatigue with this movie. And that's a lot. That's a stretch for someone like me saying that. But I think that's also why I think that you know movies nowadays need to have more substance than visuals and i think yes. that it's kind of been flipped uh, in a lot of ways that's why like they should bring us on for pirate six disney if you're listening to this bring the peter and rob yeah yeah I'll on for pirate six i'll produce you know it. why He'll not bring it. me and on there what? too yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob, Rob's you'll have produce. something that is a am- and you will have Rob uh, Schulte over there produce as well. And you will have something that is beyond spectacular and will make you a lot of money because we'll bring not only will we bring back Johnny Depp, but it'll it'll put an, another twist on this whole thing and make it fresh and different and interesting. There you go. See, Pirates Guys, of the Caribbean Treasure Island or something. Bam. Oh, bam. Man. So what we one. need to do right now, guys, is figure out what that trending hashtag is going to be. 
so that we can get all of our listeners out there, there you go. to say, uh, Disney listen to Peter? No, that's too long. Um, we'll figure it out. Maybe pirates. Hashtag- Peter Pirate. Disney Peter or Peter Pirate. Something we'll like have that. to come up with it. But yeah, so that everybody, trying to, you know, fans want Peter's Pirates. I'm coming up with it right now. I like that, Rob. Fans want Peter's Pirates. Yeah, let's it's do it. It's long, but it's going to stand out in the feed. God damn it's it. Gonna, not only uh, will it stand out, it'll the movie itself will stand out. Yes. You know? Hell yes. I'm telling you, man. Uh, on, on a sandbox like Treasure Island, Ooh. real Long John Silver is a real pirate. Yes. Very minimal supernatural element. And and you do it Da Vinci Minimal. Code style with the clues and shit like National Treasure. Oh yeah, you got you got a knockout of a movie there. Make and your you audience feel smart, huh? I said make your audience feel smart. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then you have the Johnny Depp quirkiness thrown in there, and it's, it's like ooh. And you and you know what? You throw you make Long John be a counterpart to that in a way where like he's like also sort of weirdly quirky mm-hmm. in his own way and it's like the, the <laughs> but but he's smarter than jack you know what i mean because jack's always supposed to be like the guy that's always holding you know the other ace yeah, behind yeah, his yeah. sleeve or whatever have have long john be that guy where like you know johnny's got a, a little frustrated with the competition you know what i mean you make it more fun that way because then it's more about yeah. his ego at this point going like I, 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 I don't want him to win because i'm supposed to be quirky awesome captain not him you know, and uh, and you make it more you can make it funnier that way. So yeah, uh, you could do like a ski school, but a pirates move. Go there, you go. I Boom. like it. Done, done. Okay, so I want to. I'm going to say some final thoughts here on my behalf, guys. Okay. Um, I think that within this room, the three of us, we can be as harsh as we want. Right? It, d- <laughs> it didn't work for us in all the ways. But it was still a Pirates movie, so there's still an, a level of fun entertainment to it. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. I get that. Um, and I'm sure that I would feel the same way about just about every other Pirates movie I watch. Like, hey, this part <laughs> kind of sucks. This part rules, right? Um, whatever. Uh, we've done it to death here. But what I do think is that, like, I don't know the inner workings of the Walt Disney Corporation, but uh, I do feel that they, like, most big corporations are like, how do we appeal to this demographic and this age group and this age group? And I think that the Pirates of the Caribbean genre is the like, okay, it's fun for the whole family, but it's our teens hit, you know, this ain't your Disney, your mom's Disney channel. You know what I mean? Like there's killing, Mm -hmm. there's... um, spooky stuff even if it's not that scary but like all these elements that you can't bring like an eight-year-old to necessarily um right and i think this was like disney being like okay um there's an age group that is ready to see this sort of excitement for the first time and what do we have to give to that viewer we have to essentially i don't want to say dumb things down but like there are levels of in this movie where they're like uh divide the trident and it's like divide divide split break it oh we break it in two and then it it's like okay of course to me but to like a 13 year old who actually like click like you can hear the gears turning in their head and like yeah oh divide split i know these words like 
I think it's written like some of the dumb scripting is for kids, right? Like the stern port joke when he's holding her up and like, although that's silly and funny, they say the same joke like six times in a row whenever they cut back to that moment. And I think that's one of those elements for kids too. Where it's like, oh, I get it. He's grabbing her butt, you know? Um, And so in a way, I'm kind of (laughs) like, I can't be too hard on this movie because like part of it has to be written for the Disney demographic. But no, to counteract that, you're right. in, In some of those points, the problem with that is that they're trying to reboot it now reboot the yeah. franchise so it and they're not being too work. sly about it I you know what i mean it, but you, if you if you look at the first uh if you look at the first movie it didn't like you know there were some jokes in there but it was still smart you know what i mean yeah this one yeah, is just yeah. like paint by numbers and that's it that is yeah, true it's now peter i had the, one the cookie cutter factory thing yeah yeah it, it what worked in all of our movies let's put them into one movie and start over again Um, Uh, don't you think they also threw too many elements in there like why couldn't they just make this a story about jack why bring in you know the forced love story the forced love i think that like like, quite frankly trying to save or like like, we don't need that we don't need that like you said you had some rob you said you had some thoughts about the uh end sequence and end credits oh yeah yeah yeah. there's a post-credit sequence so i've got like just a handful of other thoughts guys and then i promise to like get you guys into your segments but like there's an end credit sequence like our friends at Marvel tend to do. Um, yeah. You know, best friends at Marvel. Uh, <laughs> and it's Orlando Bloom and Kieran Knightley in bed, reunited. They love yeah. each other. And the shadow of Davy Jones shows up, correct? Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. You see the mm-hmm. fish hand, but then he's dreaming. But then they pan below the bed and there's a barnacle or two, I guess. Um, like he's never really free of his curse. Yeah. And is that that he's never free of his curse? Is it that Davy Jones is coming back for whatever movie they might make in the future? Yeah. I don't know. But what I think they need to do, I was reading some theories, right? What what are the theories? The theories I was reading and kind of am on board with is that Salazar was actually Davy Jones' proxy because when... Uh, something about the compass pointing to whatever you wanted the, mm-hmm. the coming breaking the third curse when he gives it away for rum or whatever actually brings Davy Jones back to life and wow. Davy Jones doesn't have the ability and the crew to actually track down Jack Sparrow so he uses Salazar as a proxy uh, breaks his curse to track down Jack so that in the next movie he yeah, you see, like, they're retreading but, again. But, retreading yeah, again. Well, exactly, retreading but this again. is just a theory. Because this is just the a theory, you know? character was successful. Like, you know, you yeah. have a good character, you know, a good performance. So it's like, well, you know, let's bring it back. It's like, look, guys, the only End Fast it. and the Furious movies I've ever yeah. seen are the first one mm-hmm. and the second one. And I have heard that from five on, they are much better. <laughs> but the thing is, we're at a point <laughs> yeah, where so it's dumb. like five and up, like you know, like we're yeah. now, and you no, see some of these ridiculous. trailers, and it's like this ridiculous action spectacle that is like above what the original. Look, guys, the first, the first Fast and Furious was a was a remake of Point Break with yeah. cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. simple story. Now it's like the freaking Navy driving a car off a roof into know, another building. Dudes need to drive, and it's like I get it, man, but like, fuck, man. Like we can like these aren't TVs like it's put it to rest mm, yeah put it to rest figure out new stories to tell because it's like 
you know, it's it's what Disney's doing with Star Wars now, or what they did with Star Wars, if you want to say. It's what they're doing with the TV series of Star yeah. Wars. There's like nine TV series coming. To it's the, like what I said before with other I can't remember what movie I was talking about the rubber band theory right yeah, where ideas exactly. get stretched to as far as they can go whether that's a belief system an idea yes. a story chronicle and at some point that rubber band starts to come back in and I or think as the rubber band comes back in for this or it snaps yeah. um I think they're going to realize like actually just a good idea is a good idea is a good idea we don't need to like go back and redo a good idea you know cuz then you're just wish- like studios and this is my petition as a filmmaker is guys we live in a world of infinite possibilities you know i know it's a business and people need to make money but That's let's fine. stop they must it's like yeah let's stop drawing from all these let's start going mm-hmm. back to creating original movies look at the era of the 90s with all the movies that came out and all these new mm-hmm. friends yeah that now they're digging back to oh we we can remake this and we can re- like let's stop with the remakes let's just make new stories yes. new there is that stories. idea if there's only five stories to tell and so if there's only five stories to tell make them fucking unique exactly you know what I mean? exactly mm-hmm. look, um case in point point break and fast and furious two movies that yeah. are exactly the same no one said that's a remake or a reboot, but two different types of movies. If you put them together, some people might not know the difference. But the thing is, it's the same story in a different setting, which makes it unique in its own way. So yes. let's do that. Let's just do that. Now, Peter, um, feel free to answer this however you would like. But we don't talk about Vanderpump that much on this podcast yeah, 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 because yeah. this is about movies. Uh, you know I'm a fan. Oh. You're a fan of being in front of the camera. We all know this. Uh, <laughs> um, no, just kidding. But like. What I mean is there were theories that like season eight uh, retreaded some reboot issues of season one. Was that anything you ever thought while you guys were doing that? Because I know all editing happens later. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody thought about that. It was just like a natural course of things. Whatever happens, yeah. happens. That's 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 basically a na- it's a natural course. And that's the difference. That is the difference. Life can repeat itself, even though, of course, it's a no, show. No. And things, hey, and I'm but, not. I'm not. Get, don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. I'm saying what I'm saying though is that, like, so sorry, but like, the three of us could have the same conversation again, right? Yes. But that doesn't mean we're rebooting our lives. These people are <laughs> oh, making no, fictional shit. You know what I mean? They're making made-up stories, and instead of just making up a new story, they're taking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I agree. <sighs> My final thoughts on this thing is, um, Disney, unless you bring myself and Rob and Rob on board to uh, make Pirate 6 and reboot it the right way, uh, you will crash and fail and fail and bomb. And that's just the way it's going to happen. It's going to happen that way. I'm so um, sorry, Disney. Sorry. But, you know, has the Pirate of the Caribbean uh, series run its course? That is the question. If they bring us in. It'll it be won't. fresh. It'll be fresh. We're turning it into a submarine movie. Yep. Um, there you go. <laughs> no, but uh, my final takeaways are, like I said a little earlier, is I, I, you know, obviously you love Johnny Depp, you love Jack oh, yeah. Sparrow, you oh, love yeah. you love the you love the setting, you love the nostalgia. It's a great franchise, guys. But you know, it's it's time to put it to rest because you know you can create other great stories there. You know that character's mm-hmm. kind of lived its way. Johnny Depp says that he loves it or whatever, but it's the same thing. Look, man, we got three great Indiana Jones movies. We left it at that. We don't regard the fourth one. Uh, there's rumors of a fifth one, but you know, it's, this it's, is the. It's it was done for a long time, and 
I was okay with three movies because trilogy you know, is a good number. Leave them wanting more is is the main thing, and it's just like you're not just leaving us wanting more; you're like shoving more down our throats. So I'm at the point where I think we can we can live without a Pirate Six, unless of course I'm directing and Peter's producing Bam. and Rob's on. Absolutely, so that, I wouldn't want it any other way. There we the go. Um, yeah. So listeners, use that hashtag. Let uh, Mr. Bob Iger know that. Uh, we're going to need to be part of this team. Plus, I'm just a big fan of Florida in general. So I'll go to Disney World. There I'll we go. do it for Disney World passes. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Um, guys. We'll do it on the cheap. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Give us a, give us a challenge. That's what yes. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, gentlemen, it's been another it fantastic has. episode. I did not expect this episode to be as exciting of a conversation over the fifth pirates movie right you know what i mean like, this was more exciting than the actual movie <laughs> yeah and <laughs> exactly. i, I got if you have not watch the movie don't just tune into this podcast and you're there you go. go i have a thought because peter you really kind of hit it out of the park by like leaving it up to the fans and i love that we all get to choose movies but i feel like and we don't have to do it this episode unless you guys want to but maybe at the end of episodes we have two choices from one of us, right? Since we all end up choosing a movie and then we throw it to you, Peter, and you get to have the people ask what they want unless it's an extreme veto. (laughs) We go with that. (laughs) It could be fun just to incorporate the fans. Who knows? The next time time I uh, I pick, I'm probably going to throw like, ooh, Everybody, what's your favorite Christopher Nolan movie? And then the the majority, uh, you know, you know, this is just a thought. You can even do like know? a poll or something. Yeah, yeah just that's keep... exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, so yeah, dudes... keep a look at uh, Magical at the Movies Instagram, which is a great follow. Uh, Rob Federick's a follow. Rob Schulte's a follow. Peter Magical's a follow. Uh, if Peter does that on his, I'll be sharing them on Magical, and it's going to be great. There you, um, go. there you go. Any uh, last thoughts, gents? Yeah, I mean, um, so on that note, though, uh, I'm... I'm I was scheduled to pick a little while ago, but we have a guest that's potentially yeah. on. So, uh, you know, I, I will announce because we don't know exactly the date when because of his availability. He's very busy on his new show. Sure. But uh, Dan Povenmire, ladies and gentlemen, will be returning to the podcast Boom. to review a particular movie that made him want to be a filmmaker that also sort of planted a small seed in me. Uh, but uh, I was going to run by you guys until that happens because I literally don't know mm-hmm. when this man is very busy. Uh, how do you guys feel about reviewing Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire movie? Ooh. Oh, shit. My Ooh. favorite Spider-Man movie? I, I, I would I, love I, to I, watch I, that. My favorite Spider-Man movie. Favorite and Sp- we talked about sequels in this one, and I feel like this is a good sequel to address. So how do you guys feel about reviewing that movie? Oh, I, I love it. I, I, Rain I'm... drops keep falling on my <laughs> hey, head. Isn't that three? Isn't that three? No, it's not. But so uh, I'm just going to put that out there for you guys. I think that's going to be my pick until Mr. Povenmire comes in. Rock and roll, I'm down. That's great. Um, And we got to do another wild card episode very soon, too, guys. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm ready to drink some more tequila. And with that, I propose a little wild card video episode where we review upcoming trailers with our thoughts. Absolutely. I think that is a great idea. I. I'm going to add even more levels to this, Rob, Let's do because it. This is how we I think things. we should re- we should look at upcoming trailers and I think we should look at classic trailers. Done. You know what I mean? Like every other. Let's have a let's let's fucking do a Twitch session. There I we go. can 
until we establish the Madrigal Twitch page, we could do a Twitch on my page, direct people to the Madrigal page. Sorry, listeners, I'm just really excited right up. now. We're running. We get excited here. We love doing I this. Got, I got all the software for us. We'll all log in. We can do this. We can. Uh, it'll be like, Peter, it'll be like Social Happy Hour Live, like there your thing. Yes. Except we get to watch some movie trailers. I figured out a way to connect some nice high-end cameras to the computer, so we'll- Ooh. I'll bring my 4K camera. I have my 4K camera that I, I use for uh, Social Happy Hour. What camera do you have? That would It's one of be these, but it's like a killer. wide 4K yeah, 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 yeah. one. Nice, 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 nice. That'd be killer. Uh, Let's uh, put yeah. that one in the front. And yes. uh, I have the, the the DSLRs on the sides. Perfect. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rock and roll. Yes, <laughs> I like this. Um, oh. So listeners, get ready. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll watch Spider-Man. We'll do a Twitch wildcard. We'll get the fans going. And you know they're just sitting there going, oh God, I need a new episode right now. Yes. But yes. Uh, you're going to have to wait. Gonna have to wait. In the meantime, there is yes. a, about 20 other episodes in there with just <laughs> awesome stuff to listen to. So uh, you have plenty to keep you occupied. Oh, yeah. Unless you're a dedicated listener and you're just like, I can't binge it anymore. I need the next the next episode. And it's like, well, now you got to wait like the rest now of you us. Gotta wait. Yes. Now you got to wait. Including Learn. me. I wait every week with bated breath. Uh, <laughs> if I don't have a new episode to listen to, I go back and listen to Valerian. <laughs> yeah. There well, and Superman too. Now... <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, I think it's time to go home. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been a is it my turn to take us home? I don't even know how we do this what anymore. Do you guys I'm just too a, excited. I just want to say thank you to everybody for your votes on which movie to review today. And, that is uh, the most awesome part. Yes. That was the it most really awesome is. part. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll put up more of those in the future. Yeah, thanks so much. And thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us a five-star rating and some reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's something we all love. Um... And for Rob Federick and Peter Madrigal, I've been Rob Schulte. And uh, we'll see you next week on Madrigal at the Movies. Bye! Late Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob is hosted by Peter Madrigal, Rob Federick, and Rob Schulte. The podcast is edited by me, Chris Tyler, and produced by Rob Schulte. If you're looking to support this podcast, check out the merch link in the show notes, or just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for a movie you'd like us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Christos Tyler or to Rob at Rob K. Schulte. Thanks, and we'll see you again next week. Shine.